Let's take a trip back in time. So strap yourselves in tight. It's time for Bobby and Jason's awesome 80s podcast. Hey, now we are live here in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Bobby and Jason's awesome 80s podcast with special guests Alf and the Philly Fanatic. Yes. How about that? You can't see (laughs) them. You can't see them, but we smell them. That's right. right. <laughs> it's like when Harley drops a bomb, we get oh, all God, that. yes. It, gets, it makes everything so much more interesting here. That's so, a big show. So how you feeling, Jason? Everything going good? Everything's all right, man. I'm a little little sluggish here. I feel a little hungover, but you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through here. Well, we are on episode number 11. Can you say that in Spanish no, for the peeps? I can't, dude. Episode 11. 11. 11. Number 11. So let's recap number 10. Okay, let's do it. We, uh, what did we do? We did the whole jackass deal. I like the jackass. That was fun, man. Who was our jackass? It was uh, Ryan Ryan Lochte. And and the unnamed hacker. Yeah, the unnamed hacker. I like the way you went off on that. Yeah, the hacker who uh, harassed that poor actress, Leslie Jones, from Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, I think we're going to have a new jackass soon for you, so uh, just stay tuned. And today... We have a special guest. Yes, we do, but we're going to save it to show you. We are, and um, we'll tell you a little little hint. It's a female. Oh, it's a female. Oh, what? And that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! There we go. Anyway, uh, what we else? can dance until the dawn, making love till Jerry's gone. Oh, man, I think he gave him too many hints. <laughs> too many hints. Too many hints. And we also, what else did we talk about? We did the whole ice cream deal. Yes, we did. And uh, yeah, man, that was fun. I was uh, enjoying that. Everybody on Facebook was commenting their favorite ice cream to go grab from the good humor man or the Mr. Softy dude. Just made me, you know, have to get back on that treadmill a little bit more from eating all the ice cream during the week. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what, as soon as we were finished, um, I definitely went and had myself a little treat. Yes. That's that's what you get. You know, you think about that stuff, all the good stuff. It's like when we talk about the old 80s shows, you want to pop on and watch a little TV land and check out the old stuff, ice cream, same way. So let me tell you, this past weekend, I uh, went to see a show called Absent at Caesar's Palace. And if anybody's walked past Caesar's Palace, you'll notice a tent that's built outside right next to the valet. That's what that is. I didn't know that. And this show, I highly recommend it. It's, it's, It's not quite a normal circus. Like, it's not Ringling Brothers. Trust me. It's very adult. Ooh, very think? risque. Ooh. There's a little bur- burlesque. Hitting all the good points. And so much comedy, but it's, it, it's one of my favorite shows now. I've seen a lot of shows in Vegas, and i got to put this in my top three. Oh, that's high it, praise, bro. So I highly recommend anybody visiting Las Vegas go check this show. But here's a little, little news. The show's leaving Caesars, and it's going over to the Cosmopolitan. Mm. So you could grab a slice at what's that at place? Secret Pizza. Grab a slice at Secret Pizza and then go see the show, man. That sounds. That's, I think I'm going to take the wife down to see that, based on your recommendation. I mean, I've seen the billboards for it, but just never. Yeah, had a chance man, to it's check it out. it's it's great. So here's another little moment. Okay. From the wife, they announced the new Bachelor. Oh, man, the Bachelor moment. <laughs> Nick. There you go. I can tell you I'm in the dark, so Jason's like educating me. I here. know everybody out there, our listeners, is going to appreciate it. You know, Nick you know, was a real <laughs> dick for a long time. At least Nick the dick. I've only seen, I don't know, like two or three seasons or whatever, like JoJo and Ben and whatnot. I can't even believe I know this crap, but I know our listeners out there appreciate <laughs> it. 
So, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, Nick, man. He seemed to be all right here in this, uh, this dude, you have to watch this Bachelor is, of Paradise it, thing. It's nuts. Is he sort of a jackass? No, he's actually like the older guy on there. He's like 35 years old. Oh, okay. He's kind of rooting for him, you know? Okay. But, you know, yeah, Nick is the new Bachelor. That was, a, that was kind of a surprise. So there's my little Bachelor moment. So I have some big news, and I think this is, Jason's going to love this news. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Give it to me, brother. Okay. So, you know, we're a, we're big fans here of Stranger Things at Netflix, the, the, the show there about the throwback to the 80s themes. What a great show. Well, the success, it's been overwhelming. The show has really done well. So they just renewed it for season two. Season two. Stranger Things is coming back, and um, yeah, man, I know you're excited. I'm excited. I love it. In fact, uh... So cool he said that. Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon, just the other night, had the whole crew on there. They had the whole oh, cast. Oh, he had the whole cast? Yeah. That's great, These kids man. are just like, they're like the kind of kids you want to hang out with, like Goonies kids. It's so... Exactly. It's so... If you, everybody out there who's seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but that's good news. You know, man. it's awesome how this show has changed the lives of those kids, and I just... You know, one day you're just sitting at home, a normal kid, and next thing you're starring on Stranger Things on Netflix. And you're a great actor, like natural, exactly. inherent acting ability. God, so, I mean, like when you're 10 years old, how the hell... You know what I'm saying? They, they pretend it. It's, it's amazing. So, so if anybody hasn't checked out Stranger Things Bobby and Jason's awesome 80s podcast highly recommends you go see it yes you want to get your 80s fix on with your with your ice cream and whatnot and watch Stranger Things get that binge on that's right so it's that time oh it's that time it's that time the jackass of the week the jackass of the week you know what and I gotta tell you it's this fucking Chris Brown guy (laughs) All right. Oh, Sorry. we're going there, Chris Brown. Sorry, man. He's to our me, jacket. I don't understand. The guy has the world by the balls from way back when with the Rihanna thing. He's in every every song. He's a great singer. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a very, great performer. Very talented. But what the hell's wrong with this guy? This guy's got, you heard the term, it's like from Colin Kaepernick. He's got a million dollar arm and a nickel head. So, wait, you, you must be talking about the news in last week about... He uh, apparently at his home in California, the, the the police were outside and he was holed up inside, right? You're talking yeah, about that's that. that's exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. Well, there's a little backstory. You know, the girl who uh, came out running out, Chris Brown claims that she stole from him. And um, he was just, you know, reacting to that situation. I don't know what's true or not. It's a little fuzzy yeah but i do know that the the girl involved is former uh, miss california and she's been in some hot water herself she actually lost her crown man oh that one so she's not exactly a person of high standards well you know what i'm gonna believe her anyway because screw this guy (laughs) so there you go folks the jackass of the week it was just a Chris Brown, just annoying. I mean, come on, stop being a stunad. And you know, you got the world by, the, by the short hairs. You know, dude. I mean, come on, man. By the balls. That's right, by the balls, baby, the balls. So, Jason, we were teasing a little earlier that we have a special guest. Yes. Very special guest. Very special. Someone who knows where all the bodies are buried. She knows where all those bodies are buried. Yes. She's a very good friend of the show and of ours. And and a long lifetime friend here. Yeah, and we love her, and her name is Heather Day. Otherwise known as Princess. Princess. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, we're good. We're here in Las Vegas, and you're back there in Philly. I know, but you know what? I wore my Vegas shirt. Oh! There you go. See, you guys can't see this, but she looks great. We're in Little does, Vegas man. there. You know, Heather, you've 
You look damn good. You look great. <laughs> Time has been great to you, girl. You know, it's funny. I, I, you guys. So, yeah, I follow you on Facebook, and I notice you're always posting uh, dancing and dance videos, and you're doing that whole thing now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm still dancing. Can't take the dance out of Princess. You have a so, dance? Yeah. Um, I have a couple of uh, dance studios, I guess you can say. I really like to call it alternative fitness. Right. Mm. So do you want to explain what I do? Yes. Uh, tell well, us. Tell well, us. Well, I do. I kind of know. There's definitely a pole involved, but it's not not what you think. It's actually, it's pretty awesome. And, and you could explain it better. Yes. So tell yeah. us. So, yes, I own um, two pole dance fitness studios, but we don't just do pole dance fitness. And most people at this point, I hope, have not been living under a rock and still think that pole holds that stigma that it did years ago with it's just being associated with strip clubs or anything like that. So um, we've kind of broken that glass ceiling, so to speak, and it's more of a art form you know it's a uh, very athletic very graceful um we do it in a professional environment there's no tipping of course. <laughs> right. women come to my studio to get in shape to feel empowered and uh that's what we that's what we do we also do aerials so like Cirque du Soleil type of that's um, that's like aerial. the hoops from the ceiling right aerial type so, stuff like that yeah so like the hanging hoop or the silks and wow. uh, aerial hammock, we do aerial yoga, we do acro. Um, That's some um, serious stuff you got going That's on That's serious. I mean, Heather's body, she's rock hard. You are. Yeah. You are. Well, you know, it doesn't shape. surprise you. Anybody who watched the show knows. I mean, like her, yeah. her saying this right now. And I'm surprised. Has, you know what? If I ever come to your gym, I got to let it rain. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to let it no, rain. No, I want you to see you put him up on one of them hoops. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, we should do that. <laughs> I do, I do. So let's take it back. Let's go back in time. Back in time. Because that's what we do here. I mean, we are the awesome 80s podcast, so we have to take it back. Talk to us about the show, how you became a regular on the show. You know, what year did you start? Oh, gosh. I'm really bad with dates. Um, I want to say it was probably 85. So it was the last year that Dance on Air was on. Am I mm -hmm. Yes, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's go all good. ahead. It's, it's all fine. Good. It's all good. Uh -huh. So, so, so how, um, how were you discovered? Like, did somebody give you a pass? Did how did it work? Okay, so there was this teen dance club called Pulsations out in the town that I oh, live yeah. in. No pulsations. I was there for teen night every Sunday night, and uh, I get all dressed up and um, they would allow us like certain people. I guess they felt that were good dancers or whatever, got the crowd going, um, to dance on these particular speakers. So that was my thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You were on one of you, the speakers? You were a speaker dancer at Pulsations? Because I used to go there, man. Wow, that was a big deal <laughs> back then. That was a big deal. No, I used to go to Pulsations. I can't believe you were actually one of the girls up on the speakers. That's that, so cool. That's that sweet. Was. Now, were you, were, were you princessed out at that point? Were you starting to get into it? Were you dressed up like that at all? Oh yeah, I was de I was definitely dressed up at that point, and I think that's why, you know, the scouts. So they, you know, they would send out the producers would send out scouts to some of these teen dance clubs to find 
new dancers for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time that I, I think Rennie was there, um, the day that I got scouted, right. uh, so to speak. And they came up to me, approached me uh, to, to ask me if I wanted to come on. Now, the only reason I came on was because every time Dancing on Air regulars came to Pulsations, they were allowed to get up on the speakers and the regular containers. <laughs> oh, so they had that special you got treat. the boot. So I was mad. I was like, what are these kids coming on just because they're on TV? They're, I'm getting kicked off the speaker. So when they came and they, they offered me tickets, I was like, yeah, because now I can say, you're not kicking me off the speaker. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. great. That's, That's awesome. a great story. I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I didn't know any of that for me to go on the show um but once i got there to the show and actually the first taping i was so nervous going into the studio and i think we all kind of felt that way and you're standing outside channel 17 yeah, in line, like... right, <laughs> yeah. to get in yeah and uh, once i got in and i you know when i actually when i was in that line let me back up when i was in that line waiting i was wearing like lace pants like these pink lace pants and I heard the people around me going, oh, my gosh, she's going to wear her underwear on TV. <laughs> hey, man, you, you know what? You were so unique. And no. we, you're very unique. And you did your thing. You weren't worried about what people were thinking. And the lace pants at that point, you know, because I was a pretty big prince head myself back in the day. You know, yep. like a sure controversy. What was it? Controversy. I had, I had Dirty Mind, the Dirty Mind LP. I had all that stuff from back in the day. So her wearing that stuff was completely normal completely if you were into that you know what i'm saying so for them to say that let me ask you about the 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 famous teardrop when did that start um that started immediately i mean i i was wearing it um for a while but i think the the story about me not or not removing it until i met prince was something that just kind of developed like during the course of the show the very my probably the first couple months I was on the show so I think the first show I said my name was Heather we did a roll call Mm. and I came up and was like Heather and um, after that uh, everybody started calling me princess on the show and I was like all right I'm gonna adopt this name it's cool you know that's awesome that's great well to keep my private life kind of private for a long period of time right until probably the show was over that even some of the dancers and regulars of the show knew my you know my real name so you know it served its purpose at the time and now people i guess know you know my real name's heather (laughs) yep yeah (laughs) it's it's not a secret her name is heather day do you remember who you used to dance with in the beginning yeah actually the first guy who danced with me and of course you wanted to be when you dance on the show you either wanted to be on the risers or you wanted to be on the perimeter of mm-hmm. the dance floor because that was where most of the cameras you know that's where the cameras shot most right. and everybody in the middle was like the sea of bodies that's about it so, <laughs> yeah that's perfect that's You're true. totally right totally right that's true um do you guys remember michael hickey yeah i know i remember yeah, michael I, hickey. I do i yeah. do remember him so he he asked me to dance and I knew he was out on the perimeter so that was the first <laughs> dance partner that I had but after him I mean I danced with all you guys yes you, know? you did I mean, yeah 
we go in there and do you remember like going in and and you know we'd have say five shows we'd have to tape so oh yes oh yes say, oh i'll dance with the first show oh i'll dance with the second show <laughs> yeah you lined it all up third show so we'd line our dancer dance partners up before the show started taping and you kind of knew who you were going to dance with but of course you know romeo and bobby vandell bobby, bobby jones, jones yeah um, terry calloway um, hmm. You had you had a lot of different partners. Yes. What, what, What's that? You had a lot of different partners. I mean, you were there many years. So. And everybody you danced with always danced well, like you. That was one thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You guys always really complimented your, each other. You know, For sure. From all the tapes that Bob and I have dusted off. Princess. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> Princess. What was some of your favorite? What was? Oh, getting a phone call. <laughs> now, what were some of your favorite moments from um, the show? Say that again. Man. What favorite was what? favorite moments? Moments. Yes. Oh my God, there are so many, and it's so crazy that you forget so much. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys ever look back at some of these tapes and go, "What did that really happen?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, yeah. You know, was I really dancing like that, or was my know? hair really I, like that? Oh my God, yeah. You forget what the whole. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> what do you have a party over there? What's exactly. going on? <laughs> She's even popular today. Uh, yeah. Calling, Look ringing the bell. Yeah. Shit. Nobody's ringing my bell. Okay. Yes, and I personally, for my mental health, appreciate <laughs> oh, having a chance to talk to you. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Because you, I'm hosting this little garage band, uh, garage podcast with Bob. And you had an opportunity to host with him every day on TV. <laughs> it drives me to drink a little bit, you know, a little bit of Sam Adams now and then. So I'd like to know how exactly you got through it. And you don't have to be nice. No, no, no. Be nice. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, Jason, but I've never drank. <gasps> Bad princess. No, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. It's, it's the truth. Um, and as far as my experience co-hosting with Bobby, it was fantastic. I have no dirt to, to, you know, I'm so disappointed. You just broke my heart and I didn't pay her to say <laughs> I that. was looking for something. <laughs> Bobby was very professional. I know we used to tease each other a lot on, you know, on the air and we didn't, you know, it's funny. We didn't really hang out much, you know, mm -hmm. like we would go there, do our job and, you know, it wasn't like we hung out and, and chatted at lunch. So Bobby and I were cool, but we weren't like buddy buddies. You know, we, we saved that for the air, I mm -hmm. think, you know. Yes. Um, so the the chemistry that you saw between us was real and valid, but it, it was just that we weren't like, you know. I know what you're saying. I well, mean, we were. There was, and Bobby had so many like great um, fans, like female fans that you know <laughs> so probably jealous of my my position as his co-host <laughs> even if i if bob if i wanted to like get together with bobby i probably would have to stand in line behind oh, you know come on, come oh, on look come at on. that look at him blushing heather i will send you that hundred dollars tomorrow <laughs> see now I, you see, I remember, see, one thing, when we are when we were running around being knuckleheads, you were always cool, you know what I'm saying, on the show, you're old school, you're Heather, you're, you know, always considered, you know, a friend. Always, always chill. Always chill. 
and uh, you hosting with him, you know, I, I had left the show by that time, and you doing that, you guys just looked, uh, to his credit, I'm going to give you a little dirt here that he said. He has said to me on several different occasions that he doesn't know sometimes how you put up with him because he would just go off the rails and you would be real pro and he would walk around with like a like a duck like this and just not say anything or act. Well, that, you know, you know? That, that was part of our chemistry. She, um, you know, she would be reading the cue cards, doing her thing and I would try to bother her and she never, <laughs> to your credit, you never got flustered. You never got flustered. You're awesome. You were. Thank you. I, I kind of do remember you doing that, but you know, it was just, um, you were just testing me. Just exactly. Testing me. Exactly. And professional I, I could be. So. And you always were. You, do, you, do you remember the show where we were dressing up in, it was the smalls former wear and you had that beautiful dress and I had my tux on. You remember that? Uh, yeah, but beautiful dress. Definitely. Not <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to be nice. Dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Not my choice. So you see those posters and you see my face. It's like a forced smile. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> this dress. Yep. We're, right? ta we're talking about the Smalls former wear. Um, we used to do a lot of promotions with them and posters and all that stuff. Yeah. But you know what? I ended up, I wore it to my prom actually. It was a tux. So. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Princess, do you, do, do you, do you, do you remember, do you remember, um, I remember some big moments when we were hosting, uh, having the new kids on the block. They were they came on many times, and mm -hmm. I think we were really lucky in those few years that we were hosting. We saw some great acts coming and going, and it was Absolutely. very cool. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Do you have some favorites? Um, I talked about in a past podcast. Do you remember the big contest we had where a a a, a, a viewer got to go to see the new kids on the block in concert in in Long Island? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, Liz Jacobs went, and then another person went, and I escorted them. Um, that was a lot of fun because doing the remotes, I mean, you remember doing remotes. They were probably the most fun to get out of that little studio. Was yeah. was felt good. Yeah, definitely. I know we did a, the um, the boat tour, or whatever, the boat. Oh, that's right. That's right. Donnie Wahlberg, yes, I remember that. So what, what exactly was that? We uh, we were on the river, right? It was it was a riverboat yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. It was on the Schuylkill River. So on the, on that, Schuylkill, you know, that Schuylkill, not even the Delaware. You know that Schuylkill is very clean. You could see the bottom. <laughs> don't know the Schuylkill River. It's probably like one of the most polluted. Oh man, yeah, it's it's, it's nasty, pretty bad. But yeah, the the boat. We had new kids on the block, and uh, Princess and I were uh, doing some interviews. And uh, Cindy Stark, you remember Cindy? Yeah. She was there, and Chris Bustard, they you know, were there. Cindy came to one of my uh, studio's recitals over the last couple of years. She showed up as a surprise. She's awesome. You know, I always mm. loved her energy, and she was always so happy. Yeah, she was great. Um, her family was always very friendly to me. I even went to her house a couple of times for dinner. Yeah. Very, very cool yeah. chick. Yeah, her parents were really cool. Speaking of parents, your dad, I talked about this on one of the... Uh, on one of the podcasts that do you remember when we went and stayed out for love sexy tickets in my tent you me my brother <laughs> yeah. your dad yeah remember yeah, that yeah. that was I my didn't realize that was your tent <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his tent how, how was it how was it like being in a tent with jason man jeez how'd you do that it was we stayed up all night because it was our first i don't know about you but that was my first 
night out. You know what I'm saying? That was the first one that I ever did. You know, you and I do remember your pops and my brother. And there was everybody there was all Prince people. So yeah. I remember that. That was my first. We were talking about our first experiences, and it was with you. Yeah, that's. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Speaking of Prince, um, you know, he just passed away recently. How did you feel? I know that you got a lot of um, a lot of your fans came out and supported you. How did you feel about it, and how do you feel about it today? Well, um, of course, it was devastating. Um, I was. <sighs> Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still in shock about it. Um, I don't know that I've completely digested the idea of it. Right. Um, for a long period of time, I was really, really kind of in a, in a weird space, you know, um, mm -hmm. mentally, because I think that he had such a big he was such a big part of my teenage years into adulthood and even even currently you know what I mean he I still listen to his music um, I still watch videos I'm still a huge fan and the the only good thing about it was that it was interesting there were so many people that reached out to me when he passed that said oh my gosh you were the first person I thought of Wow. So it's true. on my Facebook fan page, um, it just blew up like that week because people are like, oh my gosh, I hope you're doing okay. And I know this must be so difficult for you. And, and that outpouring of love and support was just amazing. I was like, wow, I didn't realize I had like this many, you know, quote unquote friends out there <laughs> that um, are thinking of me in this, you know, really sad moment in this sad time so so yeah i mean it's it's crazy i can't believe it um the cause of his death you know can't believe all that it's just yeah. it's so it's, it's so hard to digest it's sad it's very it's sad it's crazy he's he was such a talent he really was now you you met him once didn't you didn't you meet him once <laughs> almost did. almost yeah, right yeah, yeah. so if you know if anybody out there knows like you know, Prince, and I think all these stories are coming out now of what kind of a person he is and how reclusive he was. He was probably like even more reclusive than Michael Jackson. Well, he came to Philly, and of course, being the huge fan that I was, I went to every single concert I could. And uh, so I went to the concert in Philly, and he had an after concert party at a local club. And actually, one of our um, fellow regulars was happened to work security at this club so <clears throat> she kind of snuck me into the VIP Ooh, room where he nice. was after, after concert and there was only probably about a hundred people in this room DJ including the DJ and you know there, it was the, there was a bar there and I went up to the bar and I was so freaked I was looking all around <laughs> <laughs> where is he <laughs> Prince is in this room right now, and I have to be like only 50 feet from him somewhere. So I'm turning around backwards and forwards, and I had a girlfriend with me that I brought, and she was a real pretty girl, um, and uh, she was standing next to me. Well, I look, and I'm turning around, and all of a sudden, I bump into somebody, I shoulder to shoulder kind of thing, and I turn around to say, sorry, or excuse me, and here it was Prince. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I looked into him, 
he didn't even turn around because his back was kind of like facing me or his like shoulder and the behind him was his security guard so once I like opened my mouth to say excuse me and I saw who it was I nearly peed my pants <laughs> That's great. So let me ask you, were, were, were you taller than Prince at What's the time? That? Were you taller than Prince at the time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody was, right? <laughs> well, maybe not, maybe not you. Oh, shit. <laughs> so his bouncer gave me a look, and he was like, you know, that wasn't cool kind of look. Right. And um, after that, I just stood next to him, like shoulder to shoulder. Literally, I was like inspecting his ear. Cause he was, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. I was going, oh, my God, this is my moment. What am I going to say to him? I've, I've lived my whole life for this moment to talk to Prince. And so I went to grab his sleeve to get his attention because he wasn't looking at me. And the bodyguard like gets in my face and is like wagging his finger like no, oh, no, man. No. Oh. oh man it's your moment so close it's your moment i know so i knew i mean the un uh, the un like spoken rule and i've known this you know from just reading about prince was like you don't speak to him unless he speaks to you uh -oh. i would have been kicked out if oh. i had like literally grabbed his sleeve and said hey you know i'm your <laughs> biggest <laughs> fan whatever right. okay so i withheld and i just like was like oh my god just you know stay in the moment here well he ended up leaning in front of me and actually like putting his head in front of my head and poking my friend my girlfriend that i brought he started talking to her oh, oh no i can't believe that ignored me and starts introducing this girl that he was talking to to my girlfriend i don't know what for what purpose but i'm like i'm just like looking at his ear and he had that ear <laughs> and i'm like you know of course we didn't have cell phones at that time or i would have been taking a whole bunch of pictures oh yeah of his ear so, <laughs> that's great that well great you, you story. got you got up close and personal with that ear you definitely yeah. and you know anybody else but you saying something like that you would think they were it was really nuts but listening to her i loved say it, it. That was, I, I mean about I, prince i've yeah. never i've never heard that story so for me it was great it was great let me ask you a question um yeah. i don't know if you've heard but they're going to start tours in october of paisley park how do you feel about that are you going to make a pilgrimage or are you going to go check it out it's so funny um i I don't think that it's, uh, I think it's too early to do something like that. I agree I with you. It's like, it's too fresh. Um, right. I know that some of the people that are very close to him also believe it's um, too too early to, to start that. I mean, I can understand and I would definitely make the pilgrimage at some point to see it, but out of respect for him, I don't know. It's just too soon. Right. I yeah. She needs some time. It seems a little tawdry. Um, to go in and I don't know it's it's yeah I, I, I don't really agree with that right now but I was just looking before I got on here with you guys um, I was looking through some old VHS tapes and I found my pilgrimage my my high school pilgrimage to Minnesota in Minneapolis where I 
we went um I went to see his love sexy uh, see him kick off his love sexy tour in his hometown of Minneapolis. Nice. Wow, nice. So that was awesome. And we, I visited a whole bunch of uh, his favorite spots and first Avenue and, uh, went to his father's house. It was his previous home, which was purple, you know, went to Paisley park, the whole bit. So it's kind of funny that you're asking me about that because I have, um, footage I have video footage of that. You got video footage of that. That, that is awesome. awesome. I'd love to see that. You were a true fan. I mean, 100%. How many times do you think you saw Prince live? How many times? Not enough. Did you see him, <laughs> did you see him at the Electric Factory when he played the Electric Factory? I yeah, I, was, I saw that one too. That was at that one. Yeah. See, and the thing is, with Heather, Princess... To everybody back then, the same way it is, like kind of like with what you and I did with the Wham thing, um, everybody who grew up associates her, who watched TV, with Prince. They in do. their heads, they do. In their heads, Princess and Prince live on the same street or in the same apartment building. You know what I'm saying? They know <laughs> each other. They're besties. They're besties. <laughs> they're connected. So for people to reach out to you, just to cycle back to what you brought up about everybody sending their love and you know, and well wishes for you and concern for you. It's because, you know, you see in their head, even in my head, when I think about you, I think about Prince, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like connected. The first thing I thought about when he passed away was, was you. Yeah, me too. And, um, I, I even made you a little video. Do you remember seeing it? Ah, yeah. So we had a little kind of Prince after life, after party, uh, locally here. And, um, my boyfriend had gathered some videos from some of the former regulars and everybody sent their well wishes, individual videos. It was so touching. And uh, I wish everybody could have been there, you know, in Philly, but right. mm -hmm. it was the next best thing and it was much appreciated. And I love you guys all for doing that for me. So well, we, we love you, you know, yes, that. we do. You, you know, you're a part of Every your party, you can't, and, can't. We can't look back on our lives and not think about. And you. remember, you're you're our first guest on the Awesome Eighties podcast, so that's special. That is yeah. special. Yeah, you that's were the special. you were the first one. When we were sitting here talking, you it was like, we gotta get Heather Princess Pr Princess. Yeah. What do, what do you think about what do you think about the podcast? Have you listened to some of the previous episodes? Yeah, I have. I've been enjoying them. They're extremely entertaining. And I think you guys are doing a fabulous job um, reminiscing about the 80s and topics and kind of it's it's different because as adults now, we can actually say things that were would have been censored back in the day. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, and you it's get a family show anymore, you know? No, mm -mm. no, it's not. And then, you know what's cool? When we talk about the 80s, it jogs your memory. It jogs everybody's memory. And we all kind of remember the things that we forgot you know the things we forgot and, and the things that as we get older we all appreciate and look at it in a different light now how, how special it was how did know? how did you feel growing up in the 80s being a teenager being on the show i mean just for me it was a great decade what, what did you think oh yeah for sure best you know some of the best times of my life um during the 80s the music obviously uh being able to grow up with prince music mm -hmm. <laughs> right and uh and also George Michael and Wham, we gotta give that. <laughs> there you go. There that's, you right. go. that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you know what? You look like almost exactly the same. I look at you, and that's her right there. How often do you get recognized? Because I know you're still in Philly. 
Does that does it happen? It's got to happen to you here and there. It has to. Yeah, I mean, I I've gotten recognized throughout the years. It freaks my daughters out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes you know, somebody I'll just be talking about randomly. The show comes up. Oh, I know why. Because my email has the words "dancing on air" on it. So oh, that could be it. I, if I fill out something or somebody asks for the email, and it doesn't matter, it could be somebody across the country who's asking me, okay, what's your email? I give that, and they're like, oh, I remember that show. So then the conversation starts. I'm like, oh, you're a princess? Oh, my gosh. You know, so um, it is crazy that people, you know, are, are still, like, looking back um, at the show and rem- reminiscing and and uh, still have good good feelings about it, you know. So you so you mentioned you have two daughters. What, what's it like being a mom? <laughs> it's uh, it's tough. It's tough being a mom, but it is as everybody says. It's the old cliche. It's like the best job in the world, most important job in the world. I would say that my children are definitely my greatest accomplishment. And mm, I know again, that's it's awesome. Like, I think that um, it's it's so challenging and so rewarding at the same time. I guess it, it really, um, it's true. The cliches are true. I, I gotta, how, I gotta give how old, how old are your girls? I have a 10 year old and a 13 year old. So have they seen any of your tapes from the eighties? You hosting, you dancing, your lip syncs. Have they seen that? Yeah. What do they think? Oh yeah. They, they've seen them. Um, you know, it depends on what age they were. So when they were younger and they would see tapes and they're like, oh my gosh, mom, was that you on TV? You know, they're amazed. And then as they've gotten older and they have their own style of tastes and stuff like that. It's <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> then, now they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you wore that. Or yep, yeah. You know, your hair looked like that or this is so strange i can't believe the 80 you know they can't believe the 80s fashions and things like that but on the other hand for me in particular you know i have a 13 year old daughter and she's quite precocious and uh you know she's a very pretty girl and you know she wants to wear makeup and all this and I have no room to talk when she wants to put on like mm, you know, eyeliner wow. or something like that. You know, although she's only 13 and I was at least what, 15 when I was on the show, 14, right. 15 years old. But, you know, you know, if she wants to wear something, you know, that's a little different or like a crop top or something like that. you got no grind to stand on. You really don't. No room to talk. You <laughs> do not have oh, any room to talk. <laughs> Because you, you push the envelope and you, you set your own style. Yeah. You know? That was you all day. Yeah. So, um, man, I had a good time. Yeah, I had a great time. Talking. Was, would, would you come back on and do it again? Absolutely. Yeah, this was great catching up with you, you know? And yeah. everybody, we're watching her on Skype. You can't see, but she looks phenomenal. She looks fantastic, everybody. <laughs> so when you think of her and as princess, that's what she looks like right now. So, you know, yeah. sorry you guys can't see it. And we still dance, you know. I mean, people can come check out as you guys have your your fan pages on Facebook. I have one, yep. you know, under Princess from Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA. Um, you know, I'm gonna be doing some dance stuff on there, so you guys can check it out. Yeah, what's the name of the, what's the name of your studio? Where are you at? So, and then I have of course my studios. Yeah, so my studio's name is Awakenings. 
Pole okay. Dance Fitness. Um, we do have Facebook pages, website, awakeningspolefitness.com. And we're actually opening, so we have two locations in Philly area, okay, one in Maniunk and the other one's in King of Prussia. We're also opening a third studio. You go, girl. In, in New Orleans. Awesome. So, wow. Wow, you go. That's awesome. You're expanding. You're expanding. You, I remember when some years ago we talked about when you first started and you were asking me some questions about, you know, the internet and everything. Do you remember that? We had a conversation. It was about four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, it's cool how it, it just comes full circle, you know, Definitely. and I'm really proud of you. Yeah, you're, you're well, doing awesome. How are you guys? You guys are doing awesome. And Bobby, with the success of your business, and, you know, I, I, I'm always looking, uh, you know, open to – sharing ideas and you know um when i see somebody doing really well i have no problem calling them up and saying hey what do you think of this you know so, exactly you know you guys are lifelong friends of mine and and i love you both we feel the same we feel the same way all right well we will talk to you soon we'll talk to you soon thank say, you so much everybody's gonna appreciate that say goodbye to everybody all right goodbye everybody i'll give you three kisses and you'll hear them okay like my my send-offs is like I'm do it do it yeah, let's do it so, Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Princess. Take care. How awesome was that? That was so cool. It was great catching up with Princess. Um, It just felt like no time had passed. It just felt, I felt like a kid again, just seeing her and talking to her. It was great. I mean, she was sharing some knowledge that even I didn't know. Yeah, we could have gone, we could have talked for hours, to be honest. And and, and I'll be honest, I didn't pay her off to say nice things about me. I'm shocked. (laughs) I am flabbergasted, man, because I thought she would would truly have the home remedy (laughs) Of dealing with you each and every week. Hey, it wasn't too bad. But we have come to that moment. The moment. We call this the moment with Martha. Mr. Dow, Mr. Button. Mr. What's Buttons. What's up, baby? What's going on? Emma. There he is. <laughs> My man. How's it going, Marlon? It's all good, bro. You know, we have the uh, most beautiful weather, believe it or not, today. Uh, you know, with the uh, storm down in uh, Florida, you know, on its way up the coast, we thought we were going to get some really bad weather. And it's it's actually a beautiful day. No humidity. It's incredible. Nice. I like I like the Philadelphia report. It's a, it's a bomb. East Coast report. Yeah. It's a nice balmy 96 degrees here. So not too bad for Vegas. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not too bad. Must be September. So now I know you did your homework and you did tell me you wanted to do a tribute to someone. Yeah, man. Um, you know, this, this actor and performer was uh, one that really impressed me as a kid. I, I'll never forget him. And I, I know, I know you, you guys will never forget him either. It was the incredible Gene Wilder. Mm. Oh, man. Do you, do you know and, how, many, you know how many times I've watched Willy Wonka? It's, yeah. It's just a part of your childhood. It's in your bones from your childhood, just watching that. Who didn't want to be Charlie Bucket? I mean, who didn't want to, you know, you know? What's tremendous is how it was able to be a timeless movie. You know, even today's children are impressed with that movie from so long ago. So um, I always thought to myself, you know, the best performers are the ones who are able to transcend, you know, different uh, generations and decades in our performances. So Gene Wilder was that guy. He passed away at 83 uh you know he had complications of uh, from alzheimer's disease and Mm -hmm. uh you know i felt like it was uh moving to me to talk about him today um he you know was a guy that 
started out as, believe it or not, not a comedic uh, performer. He was actually a dramatic performer. I didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he came up through the ranks as a serious actor. And uh, it wasn't wow. until, you know, he started getting into the 70s and 80s that he started really, really doing some great, co you know, comedy. Do you, so, do, do you know what I remember the most? Besides Willy Wonka, I remember his work with Richard Pryor. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, absolutely. I mean. He, he did four movies with Richard Pryor. Uh, and let me just, uh, you know. You know, cap on what these were. Silver Streak, 1976. Stir Crazy, one of my favorites, 1980. See No Evil, Hear No Evil, oh, yeah. 1989. And actually, he did one last film that really no one ever heard of called Another You with uh, Richard Pryor in 1992. They so, they worked so well together. Um, whoever's idea was to put those two guys together, I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. What Marlon? What was what movie was? Would you say your favorite film from Gene Wilder? My favorite film, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, is Young Frankenstein. What knockers? Oh, thank you, Doctor. Uh, oh, Frankenstein! Oh, that's a yeah. classic, man. That's a classic. Young, young Frankenstein was, a, you know, even to this day, I can look at it today and I can feel youthful, you know, just cracking up at these jokes that I first saw when I was a kid with uh, Young Frankenstein. And, um, you know, what's really amazing is, you know, this is actually Gene Wilder's favorite film of his. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you know, this was his, you know, this was his thing. And here's another trivia, or one trivia that I came across, I did not know this. So there's a scene in Young Frankenstein where he teaches Frankenstein how to walk. Okay, right. mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's, it's called. I'm I'm pretty sure you guys are going to you know come upon what I'm what I'm talking about. This is called the walk this way scene. Now, what you guys didn't know, what I didn't know, is Steven Tyler wrote walk this way from that scene. Wow, that I, I I didn't know that tied in with Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler and Aerosmith were touring and they were just exhausted so they went to go see the biggest movie at that time was young frankenstein right. and they saw that scene and amazingly he got the idea to write a song called walk this way and this song not only you know be a big hit in the 70s but it became a big hit in the 80s with it, run dmc run dmc it's true yeah. it's true i mean it's like a cult kind of film it, it's still a lot of people's favorites the fact that it yeah. came from that marlon and you figuring that out that is just crazy yeah this this really blew my mind because i, I feel like i know everything but <laughs> basically <laughs> you just don't you find yeah. out things every day but uh, that was my favorite film and then you know you know willy wonka is probably the number two and you know, I came across, you know, some really interesting things also with that film. Um, it, you know, the, you know, when Willy Wonka walks out and he does that amazing somersault. Yes, I remember that. He, you know, he, he limps with a cane and he walks out. All the kids are there that won their tickets. And, you know, and people thinking, oh, my God, you know, he's got a limp, you know, poor guy. And he does this somersault and the kids are shocked, believe it or not. 
that scene was improvised. That was ab lit. Yep, I I read that. I read that. I didn't know that. Yep, I didn't wow. know that. I didn't know that. That's that, you know, and that 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 tells you, you know, how amazing Gene Wilder was. He, he was a genius. Wanted, genius. He wanted, to, he wanted to shock the actors that he worked with, and I believe as a performer. That's what you do. You go research, you come up with these ideas, and you want that initial surprise. And he was able to do that. Also, the famous uh, chocolate tunnel scene, when he's going into hysterics. No, there is he no knowing. He that whole scene. You know, these kids yep. on, the, on, the, on the boat. And he, the he, he actually scared the shit out of those kids. <laughs> I, read, I read some of the actors, the young actors, said that, that, that Gene Wilder was in character always. He never went out of character. And, and, and to me, that to me is proof positive of his comedic timing, his acting genius, and his overall performance uh, as Gene Wilder. So... I, I got to give it up to this guy. Uh, he will be sadly missed. Uh, you know, he was actually, you know, living a very uh, secluded lifestyle in Connecticut. Nobody knew that he was up there. Yeah. And, mm. you know, he just came and went, you know, um, people wanted to take his picture. And, you know, he was he was truly famous to his, his last dying days. Well, and the good, the good news is that he He's sorely, sorely missed. He will be, but the good news is those films will live forever. Um, and I, I always pop them in every once in a while, and I watch them. Because anybody who was a teenager in the 80s, they, everybody a teenager in the 80s grew up with those films. Everybody. They, they did. They did. So. And, you know, like you said, Bobby, um, you know, in film, you do live forever. And that's the beauty of cinema. So... Kudos, to Gene Wilder. I'm so glad you keep those tissues here, Bobby, because you know <laughs> I need a little cheering up. Marlon, you got a little cheering up here for us? I do, actually. Uh, you know, one of my favorite actresses uh, just turned 50 years old, and uh, that would be the beautiful, the gorgeous, the sexy, the voluptuous. You <laughs> had to get that last Selma, one in there. Selma Heimick is all those things and more. Yes. And she's from Mexico. And Latina. she's from Mexico. And, uh, you know, I did some research on her. Um, let's just get right out of the way. She is five foot two. And I just think that is sexy as hell. Hey, man. Uh, Prince is high. A, a shorty, man. A shorty. Yeah. <laughs> I love those and it's shorties. Funny because, you know, in her movies, you know, you don't really get that impression that she's that short. You know what I mean? It's like, true. You know, yeah. It really does give you this kind of, you know, impression that people are taller than they are. So right. she's five foot two. But, uh, you know, she really hit the mark with uh, movies like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Of course, Desperado. Uh, the uh, very incredible Frida. And one of my favorites, Puss in Boots. <laughs> yeah. I, let me let me tell you a little story because we were talking about Once in Time in Mexico and Desperado. I actually went to the city, San uh, San Miguel, in Mexico, where they shot those films. Wow! And I went to the bar where they had the bar scene, where um, he was Antonio Banderas was sitting there alone drinking, and Selma was also there. And I sat there and I had a shot of tequila. Ooh, and, cool. I, and I don't drink. I don't. I don't drink. But I had to do that. You know, right. yeah, I was in this seedy bar where this famous movie was made, and it was just really cool to me. 
you know. And I I imagine that is smaller than what it looks, right? It's very tiny. And it's authentically but CD, it's right? It's the real deal. They actually had pictures of them on the walls. Um, right. I talked to the bartender and some of the people working there because I I'm very curious. I love movie movie making and how things are done and and I just talked to the locals and my wife was with me and you know it was a good time good time yeah 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 uh you know you know some really interesting things about her uh she speaks fluid arabic of course spanish portuguese and english wow i didn't mm. know she spoke all those languages that's Absolutely. amazing uh she went to the college of new uh, mexico um so you know she was really huge and uh soap operas in mexico and what do you call those bobby uh novellas that's how she got her start in the 80s that's how she got her start in the 80s exactly and uh i think she was on about four or five of them and then she tried to she actually did you know make the transition into film by coming to the states right and and that's that's no easy task that That is is no easy task task. you know you got to really know the lingo you got to know how the business works and uh you know she hit the mark with desperado that is what blew her up right mm. she looks so good in that movie she was amazing. <laughs> I, I always remember the scene where she is first introduced i i always liked it when when characters are introduced to film and she walks down the street that's all she's doing and you know she's gorgeous she's beautiful and a car accident happened behind her from the two guys looking at her and not paying attention to where they were driving. <laughs> well, I can me, understand I that. Like that represents yeah, that, that makes sense. Selma Hayek is. So kudos to her. Uh, she just turned 50 years old. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, happy happy birthday. Feliz, feliz cumpleaños. Oh, that's good stuff. There you go. Uh, so good for Selma. Happy birthday, beautiful. And uh, stay young forever. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Marlon, when we talk to Marlon, we only have one guest at a time. Bobby and I are physically here in Vegas recording it. And, uh, yeah, why don't, you know we talked to Princess earlier, right? Yeah, t- wow. Marlon, tell us some of your um, memories of Princess. Uh, well, you know, Princess and I, we actually did a lot of dancing together. Um, and, you know, she had her very unique style uh, that is, to this day, still amazing. Um, but you know, it's interesting because princess, you know, in dancing with her, she has this way of, you know, bringing these ideas to you and saying, listen, <laughs> I got an idea for lip sync. <laughs> and I said, well, what do you want to do? And she said, you know what, why don't you just come to my house? I'm going to show you the song and, uh, you know, see what you think. And what's really amazing is I, I, I don't remember if the lip sync actually was shown on the show you know i think it was i just don't remember it was and uh prince came out with the the album uh sign of the times and uh we did one of those songs and this is when i have really curly long i had the uh (laughs) jerry curl jerry curl sporting that jerry curl so i had the hair the hair was there right uh and she made me wear this kind of fur coat. I think Prince wears it in the, <laughs> the Sheila E. Uh, no, no, Sheila uh, Easton. Uh, you got the look video. I believe he wears that. Right. She felt some kind of coat. And she made me put that coat on. I had the jerry curl. And all I had to do was, the idea was, I'm just looking at the camera or the a monitor and watching her dance. And I'm doing the lyrics to the song. 
and watching her dance and that was it and it was such a great idea because she has so much energy she's and um she's yeah she's really original also she's creative uh, very yeah. creative girl very creative. you know it's funny uh, she, she's still really stood out she still is today i mean she does that um pole dancing but it's not exactly what you think it's really uh quite something um, have you seen some of those videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what it is, is it's a form of exercise. Uh, right. You know, it's almost like uh, gymnastics in a sense. And she is what, you, what she's teaching you is flexibility and uh, the, the idea that you can actually hold your own weight on the pole. And so she does these really amazing kind of like really athletic gymnastic style routines with her, uh, her clients. So... Um, and you know, amazing. She still looks great. She yeah, does. She, she really does. She really hasn't changed too much. Not at all. She has a family and everything, and she looks yep. fantastic. Yep. We talked about her family and 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 her new uh, work and everything she's doing. It's it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I, she was enjoy. She was a lot of fun to talk. I to. um enjoyed that, man. So, all right, buttons. All right, buddy. Thanks for uh, bringing Selma to the table. I always like talking about. You know, a voluptuous woman. <laughs> <laughs> big fan, big fan. So I know, I know you're headed. I know, little buddy, you're headed to the strip club. So go get those dollar bills and make it rain and let it rain. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> we'll see it. Take care, man. We'll see you next week. See you next week, Mom. This show just is like jam packed. Yeah, man. This one is filled to the room this has got to be our longest podcast hey, absolutely we're already over an hour yeah i i anyway you know what a lot of the fans have been saying that they want more time well there you go you got your first one hour podcast and not only that but you got yourself some princess and you got yourself some marlin and it's yep. just good authentic she taste it smell it mm, <laughs> 80s it was a good time man so what do you got you got and some comments from Facebook. I got to come some comments from Facebook from all of our fabulous fans out there. Now, uh, first off, this is she's actually a personal friend. I've known her for a very long time. Rissa. Yes, I know. I don't. I don't. I don't message much on Facebook out there, people. So. Rissa's awesome. Rissa is amazingly great. I've hung out with her several times, and she's just great. So she says, "Jay, your Spanish is improving. Well, you are too kind." Rissa, you know that's absolutely. Did, did you not true. pay her to say that? No, believe me, she wouldn't. She, she'll let me know the truth. But okay. Oh, the ice cream man. My hearing was bionic when it came to the ice cream truck. I could hear him four to five blocks away. Yeah, <laughs> that is so true. But always had trouble hearing my mom yell for me to come home. So true. So true. Such a great summer memory. My favorites: drumstick, big stick. Snow cone and the candy necklace. You nailed them. You she, nailed them. She's Rissa. got a lot of favorites. Good job with number 10, guys. Well, thank you, Rissa. That means a lot. Thanks, thank Rissa. We appreciate it. Next up is Gia. Now, Gia, I know you put on here how to say your name phonetically. She did. But I'm still not going to touch it. <laughs> Sorry, G. You know who you are, okay? Gia and... Lots of stuff going What's on. What's up, there. Gia? Okay. 10 was a big 10. That's right. Big 10. Double digits. That's right. Being 100% Italian, I'm loving those rants. Well, I'm glad you like it. Jason rants. That's right. I love that. I crack up. I can hear Jason all up in there. 
all up in there. You two are so funny. Marlon does a fantastic job with all those facts. I definitely gained some new knowledge. So did me and Bob. Yeah, Bob we, and I are constantly looking at each other. Yeah, like, he uh, teaches us every week something. Yes. Can we hear more about the show talks? The show. That's right. The show. I'd love to know. I can't wait. Seems the higher the number of the show, the higher the fun, laughter, and surprises. Yes, just like this episode right here. We love surprises, and Princess was one surprise. Yay, Bobby, just for you. It's a love thing, baby. No, you can do it. Let me do it for her. Thanks, pal. It's a love thing, baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's for you, Gia. Graveling. He's graveling. All right, G. Marcy. Melius Sims. I probably screwed up. Marcy's a big fan and she's wrote in a few times amazing another amazing podcast thursday is my favorite day of the week oh you're too kind thank you marcy thank you marcy thank you so much to you both and marlon for making my week well you are more than welcome (laughs) that was awesome great comments well, I'm in the mailbag. The 80s email bag. 80s yeah. email bag. We need a little jingle or something. <laughs> okay, this one is from Sandra Rodriguez. And she says, just caught up with episode seven. So she's a little behind, but she just caught up with number seven. She's she, binging. She says, welcome aboard, Marlon. I connected with so much of this podcast. I miss Tower Records on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. You know, it's funny. I've been to that one in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a nice one. I miss Tower Records too, man. She says, also, I would spend hours in that place to buy albums and cassettes. And if you wanted to buy a movie or on VCR, all you had to do was cross the street. So there must have been a place close by. As for concert tickets, this was the place to stand in line all night and get the best seats in the house. As for phone calls at home, it was always a race to the phone before mom answered, especially if it was a boy calling you. you well, Jason didn't have that problem because he had his own private line. Oh, my. Stop. Private. Stop. Why the rest of us had to run <laughs> to pick up the phone. <laughs> anyway, just having a little fun. I cannot thank you guys for these cannot thank you guys enough for these amazing podcasts every week you not only take me back to such an easy and innocent time in my life but you also make me smile and laugh out loud with you you boys rock cannot wait to catch up with the final series love you boys well she's on number seven so listen Sandra you got some listening to do because we're on number 11 so number 11 hours and hours and hours of Bobby and Jason being knuckleheads (laughs) that's what that is thanks Sandra for the great email appreciate it and hey man that's it episode 11 is over in the bag in the bag so this podcast will self-destruct in five four three Two, one, it's a time for us to say goodbye. See you later, everybody. Ciao.